Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Jazz hands. Jazz hands. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, share your comments and thoughts, and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And we always ask that you do. Please remember, we are not experts. We are just podcast hosts. And so we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Let's kick things off. With a message to you, Dory. Oh, thank you, Kate. A very sweet, sweet message. Hi, Kat and Dor. Literally sitting in a bubble bath right now. Sorry, TMI. And catching up on my magazine reading because I love a magazine in the bath. And Open Marie Claire magazine, holiday issue, flipped to the at work section, as is my want. And 
profile is written by one Dory Shafrir. And I literally said out loud, way to go, Dor, which is weird because I don't know you and you're a very successful writer and why would I be surprised that you're a very clear, but it's awesome and I'm super excited for you. And I was like, I'm going to call and leave a voicemail, which I've never done before, but I love you both and I love the podcast and I just wanted to say congratulations. You guys are amazing and you make my life so much better. The whole Forever 35 community does. And um just wanted to thank you for that. So happy holidays, happy 2020, and um, that's it. Thanks so much, guys, for being you. Bye. No, thank you. Way to go, Dor. Thanks, Kate. Um, I wrote a profile of Jennifer Lee. I remember who, when you were working on that. Yeah, is the chief creative officer of Disney Animation and also co-wrote and directed the Frozens. She sounds amazing. She's extremely cool. Well, look, listener, you do know us. We do know you. We do know you. <laughs> wow. We do know you. And we love you. I mean, we know each other in kind of this magical, weird podcast way. Yes. But I do feel like we all know each other, kind of. Yeah, totally. And I mean, look, we know you're in the top list reading a magazine. because And that was not too much information. Not at all. Is there ever? I love when listeners call in and like, sorry if this is TMI, dot, dot, dot. And I'm it's like, never TMI. no, you literally know about our hemorrhoids, our bodies, Dory's blasting water up her butt in a bidet. I mean, you know the details. Give us two out of those three examples were about butts, Kate. I love butt care. <laughs> I'm passionate about butts. Bringing back butts for 2020. You know what? I'm all about butts in 2020. They're an overlooked part of our body. We got to just, you know. Not by us. Well, that's true. Anyway, listener, that was really a sweet message. So thank you for that. Well, we've got another voicemail here. Another nice. We're just playing nice messages today. Here we, we go. really are. Hi, Kate and Dory. I just had to say, I just listened to the episode um, that you had with your husband's on, and you guys are so funny. It was such a nice change on the pod, and uh, I think it would be a good idea to have them back at another time. Um, I just had to tell you because I think it was a great idea, and uh, it was really good uh, conversation hearing it. So, I uh, love the pod. Thanks. Kate, you know, that episode that we did with our husbands has met with great acclaim. <laughs> Which we're truly thrilled about. We are. Because we didn't know how that was going to go. No, we didn't. Neither did they. No, they didn't. We all they, s- were, they were good sports about it. They were really good sports. I yeah. think they enjoyed themselves. I also feel like we learned a lot. Like, I didn't know they had thought so much about hair plugs. Yeah. You know? I think it's a big source of anxiety for men. You know, I don't want to be like, well, good. But, like, I'm glad that they have something. In the, 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 you know, the structural system in which we live, in which, you That's know, true. the burden often doesn't fall on the old white men's to feel bad about That's stuff. That's true. But anyway, they were really good sports. We were really happy to have them on. And thank you all for receiving them so yeah. kindly. I really, I really got a chuckle out of all of the enthusiasm with which they were greeted. <laughs> I mean, they're silly guys. They are. They're, they're big goofs. They're great people. And they're, they have good chemistry, too, like with each other. I know. I would love for them to they were like, really yucking it up. They were yucking it up. I mean, we had to cut a lot of the yuck ups. We did. There's just trim on the floor of them making <laughs> lots of jokes about how they like jokingly love construction. <laughs> right? Like they yeah. were. They were really. Uh, they were making jokes about masculinity. Yeah, yeah. They're funny though. They are funny. All right, Dory. Yes. Gonna dip in. Dip into another VM here. Let's do it. 
Oh, dang. It's Danique from Denver again. I forgot. I wanted to thank you guys for not splitting up your podcast into seasons. I love that you play it straight through the whole year. I understand you take like a week off or two weeks off, depending on vacation, but I really appreciate the full-time pod. And I'm also curious if you guys are ever going to do a live show or start doing live shows. And if you do, you better come to Denver. I love that she just ended it there. <laughs> you better come to Denver. Like Click. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to come to Denver. Um, okay. So first of all, th- uh, thank you for liking how we structure the podcast. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, we are trying to make more time off for ourselves because I feel like the first year and a half, we just like blasted through. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, this is, we we have to take like full rest, meaning we're not thinking about the podcast for a good week at a time. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that would be good for our mental health? Yes. So we're, Which is what we just did. Yes. And we're going to, we're working on just figuring out how to do that in a way that is also not like disruptive to the, to the listening to the experience. Yes. Yes. But we do love doing this consistently. Yeah. It's a real thrill. It is. As for live shows, that is, I would say, on our top of our podcast to-do list in 2020, we're really trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, in the interest of full transparency. Lay it out there, Dory. It's hard to know how many people would actually come to a live show. Would anyone come? Like, we know we have listeners, but... (laughs) When the rubber hits the road, are you all going to buy tickets to our show? Do you really want to come to a show? Yeah, we don't know. And it's okay if you don't. It's totally fine. But it's like when we're planning a tour and we're, we have to sort of estimate like how many people would show up and book a venue. It's like, I don't know. It's truly, we have no idea. We've never done it before. Yeah. We'll probably start smaller. I was thinking like arenas. (laughs) Tori's going to be at MSG. (laughs) Just me and <laughs> you and a couple listeners. A couple just, listeners. <laughs> I love an arena, she'll say. Uh, no, we, we definitely really want to do it. And it's been, I will say the times where we've done live events or kind of like had a meetup, it has been so incredible. It's been amazing. Yeah, like meeting listeners and connecting with people is really fun. And it's also really cool just to see listeners get to know each other totally. or all commune in a space. So we are thinking about it. Um if you have leads on locations in your cities, hit us up. Yeah. Probably has to be a more major metropolis right now. Yeah. But look, if you own a venue in Hawaii or... Or Hawaii. Or Hawaii. Or Hawaii. Let us let know. Let us know. We are coming there only. <gasps> We're doing a Hawaii tour. We're doing all the islands in Hawaii. That would honestly be so much fucking fun. So amazing. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. We have an email here before we take a little break. This email is really giving the other email a run for its money. Well, no, but do you know what this means? We have 13-year-old listeners. Yes, multiple. We have multiple 13-year-old listeners. We love you so much. Let's read this email. Okay, okay. Hi, I am from San Diego. I am also 13, just like the past listener, Claire. I am a ballet dancer and have seven classes a week that are all very long. That isn't even including all the different types of rehearsals, performances, school, and extra school activities. As you can tell, there is a lot going on, and I was wondering how I can cram in time to do things with friends. It's always, sorry, I have ballet, and I want to transition to, sure, I'm free. Please help. 
P.S. My little sister and I love your podcast and have cherished every bit of it. My little sister. So we have a listener who, at least one listener who is younger than 13. I'm blown away. Next thing you know, your daughters are going to write in. I mean, did I tell you that one of my daughters started reading one of my books? One of my book? My book? (laughs) The only book I've written so far? (laughs) No. About my dead mom and was like crying about it. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Oh, wow. But that's that's a story for another podcast. Sure. Back to this listener. Hello, 13-year-old listener. This is tough. I was thinking about this. This is very tough. Um, and I will tell you, listener, I was, as we got, I saw your email, I had just had dinner with one of my oldest friends who I've known since I was about eight or nine. And she's a dancer. And she had this kind of schedule our whole lives, all through middle school and high school, danced every day for hours and tons of rehearsals and was also on like varsity soccer. And I I'm going to ask her how she did it because she also made time for her friendships and her relationships. But I think that can be really hard when you're young and passionate about something and you also have schoolwork. I'm wondering if maybe it would help you to keep a calendar and you might start to be able to visually lay out all the stuff that's on your plate. Like even just a basic like 12, you know, you're like hanging on the wall calendar where you write everything out. And then when you see the spots where you have time free, you take the lead on making plans with people. I like that. I was also going to say, I would I would look at your schedule and see if there's anything you can cut out. Mm. Like you say extra school activities. Do you have to participate in all of those school activities? I don't know what they are. Yeah. Um, but it does sound like something's going to have to give a little bit in order for you to make time for your friends. And look, we're not your parents or your teachers no. or your coaches or whatever. No, none of those things. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But your your social life is of value, as are the activities that you do. And Agreed. they they need to they all can balance each other out and give relief from the other. Yes. So if you feel like you're not having enough time in your social engagements, I think it's okay to put some value there. Again, I agree. And I'm not your parent. But please keep us posted. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Shout out to your little sister. I hope yeah. we haven't said anything inappropriate for. I'm sure we have. I mean, I did just go on about butts, but everybody has a butt. Has butts a aren't butt. inappropriate. No. All right. Let's take a break. Okay. On that note. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. 
The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite honey love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say 
goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. We're back. Well, we are back. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh, it's us who's do- who is doing the podcast. Uh huh. Why did I? <laughs> We're not I'm... waiting on anyone else. I know. Uh, okay, let's kick things off here with a return to product conversation. Hi, Kate and Dory, calling you from Palm Springs um, because I just had a product epiphany that I wanted to share with you. That is. Maybe sometimes the reason that we don't think a product works is because we're not using enough of it. And I figured this out using the Living Proof and Shower Styler because I uh, had been playing with it for a while and I liked what it did to my hair, but I didn't feel like it was always a dramatic enough styling product. And then I put more in my palm today when I used it in the shower and blew out my hair and I really was pleased with the, with the results. And this is just something that, like, maybe sometimes we just change the way we're using our products to make sure that they're being effective. Um, the only downside to this is this is, like, not a cheap product for me. And I'm like, oh, I love this now. But, you know, that's why it's going to be a treat. And I'm going to try not to get upset about capitalism. <laughs> and, like, how upsetting it is that I love all these things that are, like, maybe a little out of my budget, but it's fine. Because... You know, we're doing our best. I think everybody is. And I just love you guys for having this resource for us to talk about all the things going on in our lives. Um, yeah, have a great day. Love you. Bye. Interesting. Love you. Love Palm Springs. Yes. Love all those things. <sighs> this made me chuckle because I wonder if you're like me in which I buy myself a product and then I'm like, just going to use a drop of this because I got to make it last for two years because <laughs> I spent money on it. 
Um, it's hard for me to like dump the product out in my hand and really go for it. You know, I have been noticing lately, especially with moisturizer, that I've really been like slathering on. And does it make it better? I think so. Yeah. My skin feels good, I gotta say. I love this epiphany. You know, again, this might be the kind of epiphany that is for for you and for somebody else might have an epiphany that's like, I need to use less of this product for it to work effectively for me. But I don't know. Becoming more uh, one with our products is totally great. It is. Consumerism, that's a tough one. It is. We haven't solved it. And we're definitely not going to. Let's read an email. Shall I read it? Take it away in those dulcet tones, Dory. Thank you, Kate. I think I will. (laughs) Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm a longtime listener. First time reaching out. (laughs) Oh, my God. What? You said to use dulcet tones. I'm using dulcet tones. <laughs> Too much. It's so soothing. I like, I calmed down. My anxiety like dropped. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. All right, I'll continue. I'm 26. Really starting to take my health and self-care seriously. Your pod really makes it feel less overwhelming and more like the gift. It really is. I need your help. I'm passionate about non-toxic and natural skincare prods after pushing past the hype, seeing how big of a difference they make in our overall wellness. My skin is both incredibly oily and horribly dry. The most combo skin there ever was. I have the hardest time finding prods that work for me. Any and all recommendations would be so, so helpful. That was like ASMR. I I'm honestly have like that weird neck tickle. <laughs> I'm going to read all emails. Oh my now. God, that was a lot. <laughs> I just want to thank the listener who wrote that email for being the... Um, the, the guinea, guinea pig, pig for, for my that. ASMR YouTube channel. Holy moly. <laughs> I don't know how to recover. I wish you could have seen me. I was like, the listeners, you would have had a visual experience seeing what I was doing. Okay. Well, this listener, you write this at an interesting time because I am revisiting ye old squalane oil. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this might be a good option for you. Now, look, again, not an expert, but I believe squalane comes the closest to mimicking your skin's like natural moisture and oil. Am I right on this? You know, it's funny you say that because I was going to recommend Biosance. Oh, I do like Biosance. And they use squalane in most of their products. They do. And they have a light, they have some nice lightweight. Mm -hmm. um, Mm Mm-hmm. Products balancing the oily and the dry, that's really challenging. Mm-hmm. So, I'm also wondering if less is more for you mm-hmm. rather than trying to like put this on to balance it and do this mm-hmm, and that, just maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pull back a little bit, go very simple and see what happens. I don't know. I would say lay off the cleansers, mm. lay off the exfoliants. Um, be really gentle on your skin. Maybe just like what Kate was saying, like one serum and a moisturizer. And and that's and it. And that's it. And your sunscreen. Yeah, and your sunscreen. Dory, the squalene oil that I've been using is by Indeed Laboratories. Mm-hmm. And it is derived, I'm quoting from their website, uh, and also Caroline Hirons mm-hmm. uses it as well mm-hmm. and has written about it on her website. Um, but on their website, they say it's derived 100% from sugar cane. So it's not mm-hmm. from palm oil or shark oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really, I don't know, it's really hydrating. I love it. So, and it's $20. Sounds great. It's a pretty good price point, I would say. Oh, there you go. Vegan, not tested on animals. Listener, and, and let's open this one up. 
for the listeners. Yes. And, you know, also there is a Forever 35 um, natural beauty subgroup that I bet would have a lot of great answers yeah, for you. Yeah. So we'll try to reach out there. Yeah. We've got a long email from a listener. I'm going to read it. <clears throat> I'm not going to do it in a dulcet tone. I'm going to do it in a regular to. tone. That's fine. Dear Kate and Dory, I'm 43 years old and I have a busy job and two youngish kids ages seven and 10. Last year, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. She lives on her own because my parents are divorced and she and my sister are estranged. So her care and the managing of her illness has fallen on me. Here's the positive side. She's still in mostly good spirits and we have a great medical team taking care of her. I'm in Canada, so medical costs are not a worry, although the funds required for her eventual supported housing are. She lives nearby so I can see her frequently. I've got a great husband who supports me both emotionally and practically. My dad, even though divorced from my mom, still helps out by doing her grocery shopping. I am seeing a therapist who knows me well and whom I trust. Here's what I can't seem to deal with how alone I feel. Despite the positives mentioned above, I can't get over the fact that the buck stops with me and no one else really gets it. Friends avoid the topic or talk about how they dealt with their grandparents who had Alzheimer's, parentheses, not the same as a mom. It seems that for those around me, I'm in a gray zone. My mom hasn't died and she's not actually ill in hospital or anything, but watching her decline and taking on the responsibility for her care is incredibly painful. I'm sad about it all the time. I have tried reaching out to some friends to say that I'm having a hard time, but they don't really know what to say beyond that they're sorry. How do I deal with this? I don't know exactly what I'm looking for aside from some acknowledgement from others, and I don't know why I'm so focused on this sort of recognition. Others are busy and they don't really understand, and I get it. I know I'm still cared for and loved, but this has made me so resentful and angry, especially if friends complain about their parents or their siblings. A mean and ugly part of me always wants to remind them how lucky they are. I hate that this situation is making me bitter like this. Do you have any thoughts about how to begin to overcome these feelings or to reframe this narrative? <clears throat> I actually do have some thoughts. Let's hear them. Um, can you find a support group? Yeah, that was my first thought. A caregiver th a support group. group. And preferably with people who are dealing with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Loved ones with Alzheimer's. Um, because I think then you would find people who truly understand what you're going through. And you all are kind of dealing with the same stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I think... It can be really hard for people to understand. Yeah. It just, and, it, and that is, it is so isolating. And being a caregiver is so intense and so hard. And my guess is there are other listeners who are caregiving for ailing parents right now um, who see you. Uh, and, I, and I just know having done it briefly with my mom when she had cancer and a totally different experience, but I, I know what the challenges were for me in that in that time and it is very lonely um and i i do want to validate your feelings that um that you feel resentful and angry especially if people complain about their parents or their siblings i really this resonates with me personally i really um went through this i've gone i mean it still pops up for me now but especially in the recent years after my mom died yeah man i get it i totally get it and you know sometimes like i, I just want to say like Sometimes it's not the right time to overcome the feelings or reframe the narrative. Mm -hmm. Like it, you don't always have to put a positive spin or change yep. what your feelings are. I think your feelings are valid. And, you know, just because you feel that way doesn't mean that those people don't appreciate their parents or whatever. But like, I get, I just want to say, I get what you're feeling. I get it. I get it. I get it. I see you. It's, it's really hard. 
to sit and listen to someone complain about a, a healthy parent. Even though, you know, I always knew, like, if my mom was healthy, I'd be complaining. You know, sure. You, get, you understand it, but... Yeah. I'm rambling. I just want to validate your feelings, and I do think, like Dory said, a support group is a place where these feelings would be very validated and seen. And if there's not one you can get to in real life, I would see if there's something online or a Facebook yeah, group, Facebook group. Um, of people who are in your same situation. Good luck. Yeah. Or hey, Forever 35 listeners, if there's even one or two of you out there and you want to form a Facebook group together about this thing, go for it. Yeah. You know, all you need is like one or two other people who, who get it. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's take a, another quick break and we'll be right back. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit and we have two 
relationship topics. We do. First one's pretty intense. It is. Do you want me to read it? I'll read it. I don't have to read it in dulcet tones. No, do it in Dory tones. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm 25 and currently living with my boyfriend of eight and a half years. He's smart, funny, supportive, adventurous, never complains, and splits the housework evenly and willingly with me. In short, he's a wonderful life partner. Recently, it came up that he's not, quote, certain of me meaning he's not 100% certain yet that I'm the person for him. He elaborated saying that he didn't feel like we'd have an, we'd had enough serious conversations about our life goals, aspirations, etc. for him to be certain. I honestly was both shocked and heartbroken. Shocked because it never even crossed my mind eight and a half years in that he might still be testing me out. Heartbroken because I'm certain about him and it hurts that he's not in the same place. A week later, we had a follow-up conversation. I answered all his questions about career goals, kids, where I want to live, when I want to retire, etc., and I listen to all his answers. He's still not certain, and he's not even really able to tell me why he's uncertain. If I had to guess, though, I'd say it's because he really values his independence and struggles with making long-term commitments. We ended the conversation with me saying, I understand that it's a big decision, and I don't want to rush you into anything, but I would like to ask that out of respect for me and my time, you start actively trying to get to a place of certainty, regardless of whether that means you're certain you want to be with me or you're certain you don't. He agreed that that was fair and said he would start doing that. Now I feel like I'm just waiting for him to break up with me, even though he might decide that he's certain he wants to be with me. And it's devastating. I'm not exactly sure what I'm asking here. I guess maybe I want to know if I'm handling the situation correctly. Is it okay that eight and a half years in, I'm still waiting for him to be certain about me? Or am I selling myself short by being with someone who has to decide whether or not I'm the one eight and a half years in? Is it okay to give him an ultimatum and to tell him for my own sanity that I need to that I need him to make up his mind sooner rather than later? Any advice or words of encouragement would be so, so, so appreciated. The thing I keep coming back to is, is that why does he get to be the one to decide? I think that you get to make the decision for how your life goes. And in my opinion, if you're with someone who's not certain of you, it sounds to me from reading this that that, that you've said that's made you heartbroken because you are certain and he's not. And so you get to decide if you want to be continue being with this person right now. Doesn't mean that you might not still end up with this person and married and for a hundred years, but I think that you are the boss of your life here. Yes. Kate, this person is the boss of their life. I also think it's, it, it must be especially hard when you've been with someone for that long and you're so young, you know, at, you must've started dating him when you were 16 or 17 or eight, eight, 18. No, 17, no, yeah. 16 or 17, because they've been, she's 25 and she's been with him for eight and a half years. So, you know, it's, it's hard to break up with anyone anytime, but I think especially when you've literally grown up with someone, it's really hard to imagine your life without them. Not that I'm saying you need to break up, but I'm just saying like in the universe of possibilities, that is one possibility and it must be difficult to picture that. Um, my my takeaway from this is that he's now put this out there. And I feel like no matter what decision he comes to, it's now out there that he was uncertain about you after eight and a half years. And like, maybe that will be something you could get over. I would have a hard time. I personally would have a hard time getting over that. 
You mean not you, 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 by getting over? You mean it would constantly be in the back yes. of your brain? Yeah. Yes. And I feel like I would always be waiting for the other shoe to drop. What I am going to suggest, and again, take this, take it or leave it. I would suggest a trial separation. Mm. Would you suggest couples therapy with the two of them? Sure. Yeah. Maybe couples therapy and a trial separation. Yeah. Take a break. Take a break. I mean, have this be your decision, as Kate was saying. That's yeah. And mm. and I think a trial separation might help with that. You might you might have a trial separation and and say, you know what, this really is my person and I'm going to get past what he said and it will be fine. Or you might say, you know what, now that I have some clarity and some distance, I can see that I don't really appreciate the way he treated me. I don't know. Or it could be somewhere in between. How about we get to this place? What about this? This listener decides they are certain about this person. They're this boyfriend. The boyfriend says, actually, no. And how do you then... Or, or is this just talking about something that doesn't happen yet? Or like, how, how do you then process the fact that you feel like you're, you've had, you've met your person and they said, nope. And now you have to deal with that. I think it really sucks, but at least, yeah. you know, yeah, you're not in this like weird limbo. Yeah. That's what I think. I feel protective of you listeners. Cause you've now been yeah. placed in this limb in the limbo. Yeah. Of like having and to the limbo sit is there the and, and wait. And yeah. it makes you not feel good about yourself. No, and I and I I think you've been extremely patient and generous with him. And mature. And like mature. This, fo- this follow-up conversation. Yeah, I, and asking him to actively get to a place of certainty. And and I understand that it probably feels forced and artificial to say, you must decide by February 10th, whether, you know, whether you're going to be with me or not. But also like, you've also kind of given him a way to, to, to keep living in this place of uncertainty, which seems very convenient for him, very convenient, very comfortable for him. So uh, I think you have to protect your own heart. And meaning, meaning like, this is you have more agency in this situation than you kind of than I think you think you do. And your I do think that ultimately your heart um you deserve to belong to not belong. You deserve to be with someone who is certain about who you. Who is certain about you. Yes. And also what a heavy word. Yes. Because there are times in any relationship where you're like, oh my God, I don't know. What am I, did I make the right choice here? Like, it is okay to grapple with uncertainty. I think that is... I'm going to say something uh that is going to be potentially controversial. Oh my gosh, here it comes. I think he's waiting for you to break up with him. I don't think that's controversial at all. It could, that could be... I'm reading this and I'm getting, this is a person who is too cowardly to break up with you so he has given you every thing in his arsenal (laughs) to present himself as unworthy of you and he's waiting for you to pull the trigger because i don't think he's going to having been in a similar situation yeah once, yeah I'm, I'm that's where i'm reading where this is coming from yeah. i just feel like these types of guys 
don't actually want to be the one. They don't want to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Especially after dating for eight and a half years. Yeah. That's a long time. So they're trying. I and this again, this may sound harsh, but my read on this when all is said and done is that he is kindly manipulating you into breaking up with him. And like, I don't know, that sucks. Yeah. So I think that's what I mean when I say protect your heart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I know what you mean. So you have value. You sound like a great partner. Yes. And And I say this all from a place of love and support. Yes. And look, he could come in tomorrow and be like, you know what? I am certain. I'm just, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. I'm totally, yes, let's do it. And then like, great. Only you can know what is true and right in your relationship. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Sorry. This is a Dory moment. I just, his, like, answered all his questions about career goals, when I want to retire. Like, is this a job interview after eight and a half years? I just, I just don't. I don't, I don't get a good feeling. I'm sorry. I don't get a good feeling. Speak your truth, Dory. This is my truth. I just don't get a good feeling. I also just want to say relationships are really hard. Yes. And to think from the other side, it is okay for another person to not know if a relationship is right for them. Totally. I want to make sure like I'm like, I'm doing the best to see all sides. Yes. Um, And, and of course, we all come to advice with our own biases. Mm-hmm. That is true. So, and I acknowledge that. Yeah. And I don't want to at all seem like we're passing judgment on you. But or I your also boyfriend. feel like sometimes radical honesty is the kindest path to take. Any words, final words of encouragement for this listener? They asked for words of encouragement. I think what you just said, like you are. A worthy person. You sound amazing. You're deserving of love. True, certain, firm, yes, love. Yes. From this person or another person or many other people down the road. Who knows what life will unfurl. Anyway, this is really hard, listener. Really hard. You can see it's hard just by how long we've talked about it. And thank you for asking us. And you know what? If you feel up to it, keep us posted. Yeah. And if anyone has been here, holler at us. Well, look, we're going to end on a light note. I was going to say a high note. A high note, a light (laughs) note. Kind of ending back where we started. Good point. Mm. Uh, We have another listener embarrassing moment. We're so grateful for these. Thank you for sharing your truest selves with us. We will uh, play this and then end from there. Hi, Cat and Door. Uh, just calling in with an embarrassing story for you guys that I thought everybody would like. Um, I'm taking a break from baking cookies with my five-year-old because, yeah, need a break. Um, but <laughs> your boob story on the horse reminded me um, of a vacation. Actually, it was my honeymoon that I was on with my husband. Um, it has nothing to do with boobs nor horses, but um, embarrassing nonetheless. I was having a lovely dinner with my husband in Jamaica when I decided that sitting around the fire um, outside would be romantic. So we moved outside and as we were sitting there, I think the dinner wasn't sitting so well with me and ended up needing to go use the bathroom. But instead of walking maybe 
five feet to the nearest bathroom, I, who have a problem using public restrooms, decided, no, no, we needed to get back to our hotel room, which was on the other side of the resort. So I decided to start walking back to the hotel room, and my husband followed suit. Well, about halfway through this jungle walk, um, through paths and, you know, resorts, uh, I decided that it was now or never and had a bridesmaid moment. Um, I know you've seen the movie where she basically shits in the middle of the street. Um, so yeah, I had a beautiful, flowy, romantic dress on for the evening and more or less pooped in a bush, on my honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> I tell this story most of the time to pretty much anybody who will listen, but I uh, thought I'd share it with the world now, if you do decide to play this. Um, even better part of the story was the poop that I couldn't manage to get back to the hotel room with uh, in the bush kind of lingered for the rest of the trip. Really gross, I know, but... It was that or pooping the dress and having to figure that whole mess out. And it, it just was a whole thing. My husband loves to laugh at me about this. And I, uh, yeah, I live with shame and, and um, whatever you want to call it on a day-to-day basis. Anyways, hope you guys are having a happy holiday season. Please don't poop yourselves. And uh, love to everyone. Bye. <sighs> What a great note to end on. Please don't poop yourselves. No, please don't. But you know what? Sometimes it does happen. And yep. It's okay. Amen. Ah, 2020. Here we go. It's going to be a year. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.